0: Today on episode 119 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, I'm going to show you one of the most effective ways to speed up your computer, by finding programs that are always running that don't need to be always running. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor. Tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro. Without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back. This is The Computer Tutor Podcast, and I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. If you're new to the show, first of all, welcome. I'm glad you're here. What we do here on this show is show you how to do things with your computer that maybe you didn't know you could do. But we do it all without all the technical gobbledygook language. I try to explain things in regular, everyday English so you don't have to be a computer geek to understand it. And if your computer has a problem, you need to get in touch with me because I can probably fix it remotely so you don't even have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call, 727-254-9078, Or email me at PCTutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at ComputerTutorFlorida.com forward slash 119. So let's get started. I get lots of calls and emails each week from people having computer problems. Stuff like, my laptop screen is cracked. Can it be replaced? Or my computer won't turn on. What do I do? There's actually a pretty good variety of calls, so it makes it kind of interesting to see what someone's going to tell me about whenever the phone rings. But of all the calls and emails I get, there's one particular problem that stands out as the most common. The one inquiry I get more than anything else is, my computer is so slow, how can I speed it up? You know how it is, you get your computer brand new and it's just blazing fast. It's so fast you can hardly keep up with it. Then after you've had it for a year or two, it's like someone filled it with peanut butter or something because you, you, know, you click a program to run it and then you wait and eventually it opens. Or when you're just powering it on, you can hit the power button and go fix a cup of coffee and come back and it might be on by then. To be realistic, there are lots of different factors that can be a reason why your computer has slowed down. In fact, I wrote a book several years ago on 50 ways to speed up your Windows XP computer. I'm actually thinking about putting another one together about how to speed up your Windows 7 computer. That's still in the I'm thinking about it stage. But there is one thing you can check on and make some changes, and it's one of the most effective ways of speeding up your computer. What I'm talking about is making sure you don't have a bunch of programs starting up and running in the background every time you boot up your computer. Here's the basic fact, the more programs you have running, the slower they all run. So that means you only want to have the programs running that you need to have running. But there's a pretty good chance you have a lot more than that running, and that's one of the big things that can slow down your computer. Some people I talk to think they already have this handled. They might tell me, yeah, but I've already looked at the startup group and there's nothing listed there. But they're looking in the wrong place. If you click the Start button and then All Programs, you'll see a folder listed there called Startup. If there are programs listed inside that folder, they're going to start up when you turn on the computer. But most of the time, that folder is empty. If you have Windows 8 or 8.1, I'm not sure exactly how you get to that folder unless you have the classic shell Start button installed. But anyway, that so-called Startup group is kind of misleading. There's a different place you have to look at to see a more comprehensive list of programs that run at startup. The way you get to that more complete list depends on what version of Windows you're using. For Windows XP, Windows Vista, and Windows 7, you click the Start button, which is just the Microsoft logo in the lower left corner. Then, in that little space where the cursor's flashing, you type this eight-letter word, msconfig. That's all together, M-S-C-O-N-F-I-G, and then hit Enter on the keyboard. When you see the new window that comes up on the screen, click on the tab that says Startup. What you'll see there is a list of programs, and each one of them has a checkbox that's either checked or unchecked. If it has a checkmark, that means it starts up automatically every time you turn on the computer. If you use Windows 8 or 8.1, it's even a little easier to get to that list. Just hold down the Control and Shift buttons and then tap the Escape key. Then in that new window, click on the Startup tab. With Windows 8, the programs don't show a checkbox. Each one is either designated as Enabled or Disabled, and you change it by doing a right-click and then choosing either Enable or Disable. So the big question now is, you're looking at the list, but how do you know which ones to turn off? Well, before we talk about that, there's something you should know about this process. If you uncheck the box and disable a particular program, you're not actually removing that program from your computer. It doesn't get uninstalled. All you're doing is telling the computer that you don't want this program to run automatically at each boot up. So if you accidentally disable a certain program, it's very easy to just go back into the same list and enable it again. What you're going to see in this list are a bunch of program names that you're probably already familiar with, and there's going to be some that you have no idea what they are. My general rule is this. If you don't know what something is, then just leave it alone. But there are some that you can pretty much assume are safe to uncheck and disable. Here's some of the ones that you can safely disable. iTunes, and just about any Apple product... QuickTime, which is also an Apple program, Adobe Reader, Microsoft Office, anything related to your printer, GoToMeeting, Apple Push, PaperPort anything, Nuance anything, Skype, Spotify, or anything associated with RealPlayer. Now, usually when I'm going through and unchecking all those things, right off the bat someone was going to say, "Well, wait a minute, I use iTunes." And that's fine. Nothing has changed that will keep you from using it. When you want to use it, you just click on the iTunes icon on your desktop, and it's going to open up just like it always does. The only difference is that now it's not running all the time in the background, slowing down the other programs that you're actually using at the time. If there are things in that list and you don't know what they are, you can always do a quick Google search on the name and see what it is. In fact, when you do a search like that, a lot of the time you'll get a web page that describes what that thing is, and it might even tell you if it's something you need to have enabled in your startup list. Of course, there are probably a few things in there that you do want to always have running. A couple of these would be your antivirus program. Obviously, that always needs to be running. And whatever program that does your automatic backup. You do have an automatic backup, right? So just uncheck the things you want to disable... And click OK. The computer's going to ask you if you want to do a restart since the changes you just made aren't really in effect until you restart the computer. You can go ahead and restart or you can wait until it's a convenient time. And something else you should be aware of. This process I just told you about isn't just a do-it-one-time thing. That's because new things can get put back in that list. Even things you just took out of the list can get back on. Like, for example, when Adobe Reader gets updated, it puts itself back in the startup list. And, you know, Adobe Reader gets updated pretty regularly. You're going to also find iTunes and QuickTime warming their way back in there. That's why it's a good idea to do a check every so often to make sure your startup list isn't, once again, crowded with programs that don't always have to be running. And if you try out this tip, I'd like to hear about your results. Is your computer faster? Is it noticeable? Just call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 and leave a message. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And that is going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.